Well, people, look at this. As as half threatened on episode zero, that was the concept of interviewing previous hosts. And look at us, we're doing it. And it's not just me. It's not just me. Look who's there. It's Dave. Dave, say hello. Hello. But David, not only Dave, we've got Neil. Neil, say hello. Hi there, everyone. Oh, ch- check this out. Joe's here. Say hello, Joe. Hello. Hello, Joe. Now, who are we going to say hello to next? Now then, ladies and gentlemen, it's a great pleasure to reintroduce you to Derek McRoberts. Now, some of you will know him as Digital Pariah, but to his friends, he's Digi. Give it up for Digi, people! Yeah, Digi! Thanks very much for having us on, guys. Much appreciated. Digi, you're, you're here, you're with us. Um, we, we reached out, and you were like, yeah, I'll be, I'm totally up for that. And yeah. they were like, well, is anybody else around? Let's, let's really go have a deep dive with all of us into the psyche of a man who, five years ago? Uh, yeah, yeah, so we were year five. Year five. All right. Who was on year five with you? Do you remember? I've got a list. I do. I do. <laughs> it, was, it was myself, uh, our good old friend Linton, Sam Linton, and it was, it was the year he had his baby as well. Uh, well, not him literally have the baby. Oh my that's, God, that is a no, that, that's daily. That, that's that's like Daily Star it. front page yeah. sort of thing. Um, but no, his, um, his wife had just had the baby um, just as we started uh, year year, that. that year. Um, then there was Steve-O, good old Steve-O, eh? Uh, Steve Radicate, Mr. Final Fantasy. Uh, and then, of course, how can you not mention Trevor? I mean, of course. Uh, the legend. My God. Yeah, an utter, utter legend. He made every single recording a pure joy. Uh, and an editing nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I, I did not none of the editing. That's the <laughs> was thing it all Steve that. It was all Steve Yeah, he took a Poor whole bastard. editing job on. So, yeah. Uh, audio editing the works. He took it all on. Um, so we had quite an easy ride. Uh, we only had to alternate hosting nights, and that was it. So, God. yeah, that must have that must have been a challenge because talking to Trev in real life, I wish I could edit it half of it out as well. Actually, half the shit I said and he said back to me. So to actually try and put out a professional recording, that's actually something quite special. <laughs> Every month when we recorded, it felt like propping up the bar at EGX. Because yeah. that's what it was like. You just you would say one word or one phrase, and Trev would just, and he'd be off on one. And go story, you, you go just, story. He couldn't tell you the full details. Wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Trev was always there like, well, like, when I was, you know, in Saudi Arabia, like, but I can't tell you all the details of that. Uh, yeah, well, let me thanks, let me Trev. tell you about the Russian guy I used to do bodyguarding with. Uh, he folded the guy into a suitcase, and it, yeah, <laughs> that's Trev, the one. Okay, Trev, that's a classic. We're going to have to listen now. So. <laughs> classic. Yeah, yeah. What a man. Sorely God. missed. Sorely missed. So five years ago then, did you? Yeah. Does it does yeah. it feel like that long? When 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 Matt kind of reached out to you to see whether you wanted to jump in for today, did it? And you, did you kind of think back and think, crikey, it was only five years ago? Or do you think, bloody hell, I'm so glad it was five years ago? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, interestingly, it, a lot of my habits changed after that yeah um so my, my gaming habits and my purchase habits completely changed um so it, i hadn't really thought about it <laughs> if i'm being brutally honest I, i've still been participating in the the community for a year of shame but i hadn't thought much about you know what impact it had actually had on how I, my approach to gaming yeah. um but yeah looking back on it now it's it's fundamentally changed how i think about you know my pile of shame which I can say uh, is relatively low at the moment. 
Uh, I think so, my pile of shame is about 20 games. <coughs> so it's, oh, but Dig, you've always been an absolute machine at getting through them, haven't you? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Sometimes I think there's three Digis that just play three different kind of platforms because every single time I turn something on, Digi's on, generally. Or because uh, yeah. you see achievements popping or trophies popping all over the place. So, yeah, you, you are... I, do, you, do you sleep? <laughs> I try and squeeze some time into sleep. Mm. Yeah, you can't see from the camera, but he's actually got a second set of arms. Like yes. Is it like Goro? <laughs> yeah, he's Goro. Yes. Goro. Oh, Brilliant. Perfect. Perfect. So he did change your. Because that's the thing is, is that immediately after a year of shame, you get that kind of euphoria of like, oh my god, I can buy video games again. Um, oh yeah, but yeah. but then you know, and we'll come back to what that felt like for you, I suppose. But the fact that you still you still looking back, you still feel that you are reaping the rewards of retuning your your game buying habits. Then yeah, that, yeah, that's totally. amazing. That's really good. So has it slowed you down? Do you think about do you think about new releases? Do you just buy everything day one, or what, you know what? How has it changed you? So, I was quite a completionist. Uh, I would always be the one going for the 100%, collect all the little things, do the second run-throughs, do the new, mm. new game pluses. And it got to the point where I was sitting looking at my pile and thinking, well, I've got all these great games with great stories that I'm not experiencing because I'm chasing around trying to find some feather up a fucking chimney somewhere across a <laughs> map. And it's like, that's not fun. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not yeah. enjoying that. So, I kind of cut out all the post-game crap and just said to myself what doesn't matter to me Uh, you know I've seen through the story and I've enjoyed the story that was being told and that's enough for me now where so whereas before I was kind of you know I have to get 100% I want my platinum trophy but now it just doesn't matter it just goes yep that's me I'm completed because the amount of games I started with that were like had already been completed but I had things I thought I had left to do and it was about seventy percent of my pile was stuff that I was just saving to do sure those last yeah. mop up things. And you're yeah. like, well, it's no point. So I, but my first year, I started with six hundred games. By the end of the year, I was down to about one hundred and fifty. Six hundred absolute <laughs> machine. Yeah, and, and but no, but a lot of that was just me going. Do you know what? I finished this game. I don't need to go back to it. So why is this on my list? And it's more about readjusting mentally about how. I classified my games, I think, as what was major change. Was it because were you were always after that platinum or that kind of 100%, do you think? Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah was, that, was it the kind of the personal kind of achievement of getting that achievement, that full, that full achievement house? Was that what you were chasing? Or was it because you felt that, um, you know, you're not... You'd not without doing everything, you'd not done everything? Like, everything that everybody spent hard work and time and effort putting into... So- so no, I think do, do you know what I, I think we're we're getting into site one hundred and one sort of stuff here. But <laughs> what what I think it actually comes down to is my attitude to where towards games when gaming was new to me, and that was um, you would have three lives, you fail, yes. that's it. So every every game I would only get one game every you know couple of months at that mm. point. You know back back in the day when it was like uh, Commodore sixteen and Commodore sixty four. You wouldn't have very many games. So you milked everything you could out of that game. And that mindset just stuck for me. And I just continued on into the modern games, which no longer, you know, kind of fit with that mindset. So that that's where I think it all comes from. Is back in the, the old days, trying to complete punchy and playing it for like 
six months solid, one single game, um, and getting everything I can out of it. And I think that's where the mentality came from. So it was, it's great to break that mentality and not have that anymore because, God, it saves me a fucking fortune. Saying <laughs> <laughs> about that milk in it, that's how, uh, you know, I play a lot of like retro and arcade and stuff. I only ever put one credit in now. I never use continues. It, it, it's kind of that same mentality, you know. You just want to get good and milk it. When you when you when you finish and get to the high score of them, and you have your three characters, what do you enter? Initials DKS. I guess I guess I never quite it never quite clicked that that's why it was three. I just thought it was three because that was the how many characters you could fit on a DLCD thing. But I guess it makes sense to use initials. I used to just put Matt. Because it fit, I thought. Well, what if your name's Neil? How do you how do you cope? Well, I used to, I, that's the thing. I used to put my initials as well, so it was, it was um, an LJ. Mine was Dez D E Z, which is uh, just short for Derek. So go on then, Joe. Was well, not going to surprise anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Cooper, you tried to put you put cop. I used to put Zam. I don't know why Z A. I just put, I thought it was the three letters you found the most interesting. Z A M. They're good, aren't they? You know, like Jam, but more spacey. <laughs> more space books about it. Zam. Zamo. <laughs> just say that. No, I put Joe did that. Cool. Did you? I've got a question. I did write a few questions down that I thought might be of some benefits. Um, so you'd have been you'd have been playing mostly old school rules, and did that mean that you all gave yourself an allocated Joker? Uh, yes, yeah. So that was Joker, one Joker, one gift. That was the the rules we were playing. And uh, what do you remember your Joker? Um, yes, <laughs> I do. Uh, it was Destiny Two. Oh, was it? Yeah, Destiny Two at launch was my Joker. Were you, were you pleased which, with that? Which, <laughs> uh, do, do you know what? Yes, um, at that time. <laughs> so it's yes, a lot of time uh, you can spend uh, on that I, game, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, the, the opening of the game is great. I loved the start of it. It was just the end game stuff didn't really kind of match the expectation of what the first game did. Was and and the the whole the whole crap of microtransactions and all that just kind of turned me away from it. So I was like, you know what? Activision. I'm not interested. Yeah, Activision. Exactly. Turns out it wasn't Activision. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Funny though, yeah, isn't it? That, that campaign has been completely removed. You cannot replay that yeah. uh, Red War campaign a anymore. Situation to be in that you know, if you have the original disc, that's what was contained was that campaign, mm-hmm. and it's now been taken out of the game. It's, it's so so weird, so weird to me. But, hey, they're, they're doing their own thing. People, a lot of people love it. I know Neil's back into it. Um, but, yeah, for me, it was like I'm done with big, immersive, massive games sucking up all my time. Because they, they're, the, they're like, the worst thing for this mm. sort of it, thing when you're trying to clear a pile, yeah, is those all-encompassing games. It's, it is a massive sinkhole of time. And you, you think you're going to play it for a little while and you end up playing it for too long. And then... <laughs> You just it's think, three in the morning. Oh, yeah, you just think, well, oh, I've got time. I should really play something else. But then you, you have, you, you're like, mm, no, but what if I'm missing out on something? You know, what, what next drops? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get, I get you. So that was your, yeah. that was your Joker. Then, was that it? was my Joker. Yeah, my main Destiny Two launched the year um, I did it. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn launched the year uh, we did it as well. That was um, uh, that was painful for me because uh, that launched in February. So that's right at the start of the challenge. 
and I'd, I'd expressed my interest in it and said how a lot of people were loving it and the community was going wild for it and I was literally tearing at my hair. I did have hair then, actually. <laughs> well enough. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, it was it, that was tough for me that, that February with the launch and the, the whole buzz around it on Facebook at the time in the MLG group. There was so much love poured on that game and I was sitting there mm. going, I really want to play it. So, yeah, it, it was tough, but... Uh, you know, yeah, you get past it. You you find something in your pile that has been crying out for attention, and you sink your attention into that instead. That's that's the way I approach it. So, well, that's going to happen again this February, isn't it? Because the sequel's out. Oh, I am. I am day one for that one this time. Oh, you absolutely. <laughs> you're not meant to come on here. A rubber I'm sorry. Isn't it? I'm Oops, sorry. Swear job. But yeah, I, I I missed out day one on it the first year uh, or the first with well, the first game. So I'm not. Not doing the same again this time. I will be day one for it. I listened to the uh, first, well, the intro episode, and you were talking about that. And Mm -hmm. you also talked about the Near Automata Big Box Collector's Edition. Big big Box. Yes, that's right. I had that on pre order. No, I didn't. I cancelled those pre orders. So I did did actually actually cancel the pre orders that I had for games that were due out the following year. Because uh, I did have about six, I think, pre-orders. Oh, wow, that is a lot, actually, yeah. Come and then, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, but it, it was all, like, it's like Steve-O, it was collector editions. So it was like the models, the statues, oh, yeah. the books, the collectibles, all that sort of stuff. I, I love that stuff. I've got a shelf full of it here from like, Destiny, Fall, well, all, all of the Fallouts I've got sitting beside me here. Um, so, yeah, I've got a massive shelf of memorabilia and collectibles. Um, so it's a big thing for me to miss out on that. It was, yeah, that was painful as well. But you know, it was for doing it for the sake of the, the challenge, uh, and and to try and alter how I was. Well, I was approaching seven hundred games, so yeah, <laughs> something I had to give. So did you buy? Was that the one of the first games you bought when you got when you popped out of the um in the following January? January first. Oh yes, January 1st. <laughs> so as soon as I was out of the challenge, that was one of, uh, I think it was three games I picked up over the co- from the previous year uh, that I picked up in January. A um, couple of them got in the sales, one of them was reduced price anyway, sort of thing. So I, I think I ended up spending about 60, maybe 70 quid for the three games that I'd wanted that had come out the previous year. And, you know, I would have spent that on each of them if I'd bought them day one. So... Yeah, you can automatically see where, you know, the benefits come in from not jumping in day one on a lot of games. So, exactly. Good point. All right, do another question. Oh, go on. Should I another question? (laughs) Go on, go on, then. Was it? Well, I put on. Did anyone cheat, or was there any other contentious behaviour? In our year, no, not that I recall, Um, because. like I said, Linton had um, the baby to take care of, so he wasn't even getting much gaming time. In fact, they had to miss a couple of recordings. So he just <laughs> new dad, me dead, um, mm. sort of thing. So um, then Trev fell and broke his. Um, it was EGX and was it fell and did oh, in his, his shoulder? Wasn't his it pa- his pancreas? Oh, that, no, that's it. And then he got John John this, didn't he? Shoulder. Yeah, for my, it was, it was yeah. shoulder. EGX. So, he, yeah, he fell down. He fell down the sub into the yeah. subway, didn't he? <laughs> that's right. And outside the outside the Abyss budget, he fell in, he fell yeah. all the way down the stairs. Yeah, that's the one. I so he remember, was out remember, for a few months as well. <laughs> you know, like, that I year. Just remember when he pulled himself into the pub after he'd done it, <laughs> and he and he looked like 
death literally warmed up. <laughs> oh. oh. So there's no cheating then at all. So no, were you no, tempted at all? Were you were you close to kind of seeing whether you could bend the rule to your will? No, no. We kind of all committed ourselves to sticking to the the letter of the law, um, mm. which is why Steve made it such a big point of when someone spent their Joker, um, because that was actually a more contentious point of. Uh, our year than you know somebody cheating. It was like when who's going to be first to drop their joker, <laughs> yes. and that that's kind of what it, where it went. And it was Steve and his bloody klaxon um, <laughs> was the first one to drop as well. So which has become yeah. a staple of every podcast since I think yeah. since he's kind of since he's done that alarm bell. I think we've they've rang it every single time now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I've got the klaxon. So yeah, it's uh, nobody cheated. We all had kind of the same ma- mindset when we went into it. Uh, it was a case of just um, reinforcing each other um, because there, there were down periods where people were feeling the pinch uh, and we'd jump on and, like, for example, jump on a game that everyone, all we all had on our pile um, and jump in and like help each other through it to complete it. So that sort of thing was just uh, boosted morale a little bit <laughs> when mm, people yeah. were flagging. So yeah. yeah, but apart from that, yeah, there was no no real big challenges. If, if I'm being brutally honest. Sweet. So, I've got a question for you. Do you have a favourite memory of that whole year? Oh God, I, I would I would like to see meeting meeting up at Eurogamer that year because that was that was a buzz. Um, getting to see all the games that were coming out next year <laughs> and ones I yeah, could buy yeah. <laughs> so yeah and, and meeting up with the guys even even with Trevor falling down and breaking, breaking his, his shoulder <laughs> so, it was still a brilliant weekend meeting up so yeah EGX and meeting up and not having to think about what games I'm missing because what was on show was for next year was nice Do the rules apply while you're at EGX? Are you allowed to, as uh, long <laughs> you don't spend? Well, that, that's, yeah, Come that's, on. I mean, within the letter of the law, you can demo. Play, play the demos, and which is effectively what they are, but you're not buying the game, you're not committing any resource to it. This so, little thing you were saying you can't look at a new game soon. I know, it's, it's, it's like... like slapping a copy of Edge uh, out of your hand. Don't look at the games! Eyes. Are you <laughs> thinking about games? <laughs> yeah. You turn into the, 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 the Nazi at the end of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark or something oh, when you look at a video all, game. All, all, I can, all I can think of now is Dave marching through the street with a bell going, Shame! 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 Flagellating Jarrett again. <laughs> yeah. That's not becoming a thing, it by is. the way. <laughs> Hashtag. Yeah, yeah there's going t shirts made with a cat of nine tails printed on the back. Well, there's an, image, there's an image to go with it. Yeah, yeah there is definitely. There's your next NFT. Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, God, there's a swear jar again. I'm going to be broke. Right, any more questions, Matthew? Uh, there was one from the community. Oh, I excellent. Was, I was a little late reaching out to the Facebook group, but I did. Uh, we'll try and do it and give more notice next time. We got a question in from Purvis. Rich Purvis, indeed. Oh, right. Um, so this is for you, Digi. Um, if you couldn't game at all, what would you do with those hours? Well, that is an amazing question. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll have a think about this as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a tough one. Because, um, I mean, I, I, I presume I would start up a new hobby, but yeah, the question is what? You know, it's. I've always fancied archery. That's something I've always wanted to try. Yeah. Um, so, 
archery, as in, you see, it's, I just, sports like that, I just think I will end up hurting myself. I'll end up, like, you know, pulling the string off my back. Impaling shouldn't your foot. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've got a bit of an archery uh, confession. I've actually got, Helen, my partner's dad is big into archery, so I've got recurve bows in the, in the garage that we've <sighs> used before. It's so, it's um, out in a forest, and they have 3D targets of, like, bears and stuff that you go out and shoot. I'm rubbish, like absolutely is. rubbish, but I've... We're all going to get pissed up, come down to Jerry's for the weekend <laughs> and shoot each other. <laughs> all those drunk yeah. stumbling about with recurves, I don't think that seems like a very good idea. <laughs> like shoot arrows through bins, do you know what I mean? Like, like, you know, build a crossbow. I was, I was thinking more each other by the end oh, of don't. The day, if we're all sitting drinking. <laughs> don't ever take a crossbow there, they'd have you. <laughs> cheating, that's cheating, that is. Absolutely have you. Oh. So I suppose I suppose that's my answer. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably look into taking up another hobby, something like archery. Or you'd have to be another. You'd have to be another hobby. You'd have to yeah, be vitality somehow. Yeah. You? you wouldn't be able to just basically. You know, there's only so much shit TV your brain can take. I got one for um, you. I got one go for on. you. Go on, then, mate. Magic. <laughs> oh God, no! Imagine if you spent all that time <laughs> learning magic. You could be the new magician. The new David Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I've think anyone could reasonably. Friend, like, oh, Dave might be about to prove me wrong here. <laughs> I just don't think anyone could reasonably spend a length of time with a magician and <laughs> remain happy. But in general, oh, my, my friends are Debbie McGee. Like you have to have that character. <laughs> are you a bit of a Debbie McGee character, Dave? Well, I can. We can uh, I can dance. No, <laughs> <laughs> you can point at things, like you know, with both arms. Oh, and I've got good. some classic sequin dresses. So, <laughs> so you, he's one of your best mates, magician, then, Dave. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, oh. he's quite famous. He's called oh. the deceptionist. Um, oh, okay. He's, good, so I'm, he's I'm, regularly I'm, posting pictures of him all around the world with like famous people. Uh, I think you say. Yeah, I think you say he keeps posting pictures and stuff around the world while he's invisible. The emperor's clothes, kind of thing. He's not I've made myself disappear. <laughs> are you entirely sure that like they are real and he's not just like the clues are there? Hi, Dave. I'm the deceptionist. Here's me with, a, you know, Barack Obama, the photoshopionist. <laughs> <laughs> His only victim is Dave. He's the deceptionist. The only person he's are you, pay, are you paying him, Dave? Do you pay his, is he like on some Patreon that you're feeding into? Let's hope he's, not, please. He's playing. He's paying the playing the long con, isn't he? This guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll be a very long special. He's working his way into Dave's life. How is this stripped into this conversation? Based on it's gone from we're meant to be interviewing Diddy for crying out loud. That's magic. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have um, a podcast audio magic trick every every oh show? God, audio <laughs> magic. All right, all right. See this. See this. Huh? 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 And gone. Oh my god. <gasps> oh my god. Oh, how did you? Oh, seriously, how did you do that? I did not see that. Wow. <laughs> That's a good question, though. Uh, from uh, from the community, definitely from uh, people. That's. That I think it's 
video games is a, is a massive hobby for all of us and it would it takes up a lot of our spare time and when it encroaches into your actual when it's no longer a hobby and it actually becomes a passion it's probably the reason why we're all here because we've all got it's become a passion that we we need to kind of self-correct i suppose in a little way so it's, it's a really good yeah good it's, question and i think you're right matt i think it's something that we probably could answer all the kind of this year's hosts could definitely answer throughout the entire year what we what we plan to do with the, the kind of missed time um so uh i think did i have a question i can't even remember now i'm sure i did <laughs> drinks getting well, already yeah one of the favorite questions i've ever heard um apparently bob mortimer upon meeting sinead o'connor was at a loss of anything to say and said have you got a nice local shop nearby <laughs> <laughs> Important though that isn't it? You know, for the essentials and for bits, late night bits. It's where I got my wine tonight from local shop. <laughs> I think we're all jealous of uh, Digi's late night gears and beers kebab purchases. <laughs> oh my god! It's not <clears throat> yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I think so it's not that great, to be honest. The, the <laughs> thing is, it's, I think it's one of the reasons why I put on at least a stone in December. Just by looking at it. Just trying to, yeah, exactly. <laughs> looking at it, trying to mimic it yeah. with something, you know, of equivalent. But oh, absolutely amazing. So, it's changed your spending habits. Do you? So, have you got more money? Have you spent? Obviously, saving your spending habits, not spending games at day one, which is seems yeah. to be the main core thing that you've you've come away with. Are you spending that that spare money healthily on other kind of family reasons, or is you just going into more geekery? Is it, more, is it more special editions? To uh, yeah. 50-50, thereabouts. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you do, you do know the saga of me building my own PC last year. Um, so that was... Oh, I think in total it was about 1800 all in. Um, there you go. So, that's, that's yeah, a it was a fair chunk right of change. Yeah, yeah, it's a fair chunk of change. Um, so, yeah, yeah but the money's been redistributed, shall we say. Yeah, <laughs> I think the only other question that I've got, and this might lead into kind of uh, the kind of final strokes, is is that what kind of, I mean, apart from myself who's done this before, what kind of words of advice would you give to you know we're in we're in month one, um, mm. we've got we've got some we've got a long time to go. Have you got any kind of sage advice you'd like to pass on to uh, to the, to the, this year's participants uh, and those guys? Do you know what? Funnily enough, the 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 thing that got me through a lot of games was actually advice that Matt gave, which is the twenty minute test. Um, so many of my pile of shame that year only got the twenty minute Matt test. If it did not grab me in the first twenty minutes, it's off my pile. I, I don't care. It's gone. I'm never gonna pick up again. Um, so I I gave him a sniff test. Um, so that's that's well worth worth doing, you know. Just if if you've bought it, it doesn't mean you have to play it. I think is one of the big things, you know. You may have bought it as a, a you know, spur of the moment thing, um, but there's so many games out there that you're not going to be at a loss for something to play. So you know yeah. why why sink yourself into forty hours of a game you hate just to get it off your pile? No, there's no point. Just you know, put a line through it and move on, yeah. and that that's the in. best advice I can do. Yeah. Trade it in, get rid of, don't worry yeah. about it. Sounds like decent advice to me. We can't let him go without asking, would you do it again? Um, I'll be honest with you, I do it every year. Um, what, so are you in fashion? It, you say, <clears throat> what, 
I've got, my, I've, got my, I've, I've got my spreadsheet from year one. Um, oh, okay. I've updated yearly with the games I've bought, played, completed, um, anything that I've picked up on Game Pass or that. Now, that they're, they're a right pain in the arse for me for that because they give you so many games. But, oh, I mean, if they give me... If they give me... They give me twenty games. I'll probably only play two. So as far as I'm concerned, I only have to actually record those two. Um, so I, I just ignore everything else. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been keeping my my tally going for five years now in a spreadsheet awesome. with year yearly tabs, calculations. You know the whole lot, the works. That's so I know good. my percentages. So I always try and uh, I, I try and complete at least two games before I buy another new one. That's kind of the, the standard rotation I push myself into. Two steps um, forward, one step back. Nice. Yeah, yeah. so th- that at least continues to drive down my pile, make sure it doesn't start gathering up again um, by it. just putting that little caveat on. And it doesn't matter how big or how small the game is. It could be an indie title. Complete it. That's still a game completed. So, yeah, it's, it's about Good balancing man. it out. So th- I've been doing that ever since. So... Excellent yeah. stuff. That's, that's, that's good. Like I say, get clear clear through your pile and have a, a clear objective. Be realistic about what you want to achieve. Um, because, you know, some people go in and say, I want to play, complete all of these games. But you might not necessarily be able to get through all those games. So, you know, set realistic expectations on yourself. Don't try and over push yourself. I love it. Stuff. I love it. I'll tell you what, should we start wrapping this up? There's yeah. One, one last thing, though. Where can people find you? Have you got anything to pimp? What are you up to? Come on. Oh, geez. I, I literally have nothing to pimp. I'm up to nothing. The writing's done. The podcasting's done. I'm just a general Joe Slob. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, are you so, enjoying that fact? Uh, yeah. Are you, are you enjoying just being kind of guilt-free and kind of task-free? You know me. I, I love podcasting. It's a lot of fun, especially doing things like this with challenges and doing it with people that you generally have a good camaraderie with, and you get a good, you mm. know, get a giggle going. Um, so I do enjoy that, and I do miss that somewhat. But yeah, it's nice just being able to just sit back and play whatever the hell I want to play, um, not have to worry about reviews or you know playing through <laughs> or timed exclusives. And yeah, I'm I'm that part of my life is. Uh, is, is Tied up for a nice, nice bow, so I think uh, I don't think I'll be back. Do, do you remember having to look into like back end code in order just to change like a, a, an image on a carousel? Do you remember how that shit used to be? Yes, <laughs> yes, so I remember all too well. <laughs> I haven't seen the, the conversations about that, and that was hard to even read the mind do. Yeah, so excellent stuff. Well, thank you, Digi. Really appreciate you coming along, mate. Um, yeah, we've really enjoyed it, and hopefully, you have too. Yeah, um, it's great to be invited back, and good luck, guys, as you you venture forward. Uh, I look forward to hearing hearing your missteps. <laughs> swear jar will continue. Yes. What's on, Dig? Thank Take you, care, Cheers, guys. Cheers, buddy. Thank Cheers. you. Sorry for slagging your mate off, Dave. I don't know him. I just decided yeah, to no, no. get you. Yeah. He's going to make you a wife disappear. I'll show you. Fuck. He's going to saw you. The Decepticon. What's he called? The Decepticon. The Decepticon. The Decepticon.
Um, it mainly stems oh, down to honestly, this is entirely personal. Once I wanted to get some eggs from Asda, and Dynamo, the music, the magician, had closed the whole of Asda down. It didn't get me fucking eggs. Gentle, you've hated magicians. Ever since, he's got a burning Cunts, hatred. Aren't they? Mm-hmm. Not a lot. Oh, here's a little story you might want to tag on the end. Do you know? Uh, you know, we play gears and beers. Hang on, everywhere. can I just stop you for a second? Oh, is there a rat no, murder going there on? There is no <laughs> death in this one. It has got an unpleasant end. Oh right, okay. So, um, Digi has worked out. Well, apart from Digi destroys me at every game I ever play with him. Uh, he's now worked out. I've got a superhero weakness, which is any first-person shooter. Just simply put it on double speed, or maybe tweet the gravity, <laughs> and it makes me instantly sick within it's, seconds. It's, all, so, all, we can, <laughs> all we can hear on a friend is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so last Friday, he set up a Halo map ex- explicitly to destroy me, and I've puked in my own bin. <laughs> <laughs> Your office bin. Yeah. Oh. 